great morning, guys, and welcome to the Wake Up With Glow podcast. It is March 6th today, and I woke up feeling great, and I hope that you did too. It is such a beautiful day to have this discussion, and it has been on my mind. I'm excited to share it with you, and it, I think, will be applicable to almost everyone listening uh, because it's such an, a natural part of the human experience. So the topic of today's discussion is going to be feeling limited in who you are. So you might be like, what does that even mean? Does that mean I don't think I'm talented? And it centers around these limiting beliefs that we create for ourselves, but the discussion isn't necessarily going to be about limiting beliefs. It's actually going to be about one very particular belief that people have, and it's Rather than calling it a belief, let's call it a responsibility. So you as a person have a personal responsibility to deliver on whatever it is that you've commit your life to. So if you're going to work and you are obligated to complete certain projects, it is your personal responsibility and your professional responsibility to deliver on those projects. If you are an entrepreneur and you create your own schedule and your own timeline and you have a vision for what you're trying to produce, you have a vision for the impact you're trying to make, you have to deliver on that that vision and on that impact. So it doesn't matter what you're doing, if you're working for someone, who you're working for. The whole point is that we have a personal responsibility. Everyone walks this earth with a responsibility to do something because at the end of the day, we have to make money to live. We have to do things in order to continue to grow, continue to develop, and hopefully in order to leave a valuable mark on other people and on this planet. So What people, and I see it happen every single day in my work, every single day, what people tend to do is they tend to limit themselves by questioning whether they have anything else to offer. So we've all been there. We've all been in a place where we've said, well, I don't really, I'm fresh out of ideas. That's it. This is all I have. And we start to sort of spiral into this negative mindset where we start to question whether we actually are as talented as we once thought we were or if we're the right person for the job that we took on or if we are creative enough or smart enough or capable enough to do what we were so excited about doing whatever we took on you know if you got a new job and you have that initial excitement and you're you're so enthusiastic about it and you're working really hard and you're committed and you reach a point where all of a sudden you have a block. Maybe you have writer's block. Maybe you have a creative block. But something is preventing you from putting out the great work that you want to put out. And, you know, we experience this in school when you have to write a paper or you have to uh, submit a project and you're sitting there and you're like, what am I going to write this paper about? What am I going to create and put out there? I just, I have no ideas. I don't know where I'm going with this. I have no guidance. And all of this leads to this one place that people get to, which is questioning whether they have anything to offer. And I love this topic. I absolutely love it because everyone goes there. Everyone goes to this sort of dark place. And, you know, some people live there permanently. 
which is very unfortunate. And hopefully we can get you out of that place if you're lingering around there and making a home for yourself. And then some people just visit from time to time and they call that, you know, periods of lull or creative blocks, whatever you want to call it. So my objective with this episode is to help you understand why it's absolutely false what you're telling yourself. And I'm going to do so by shedding a little bit of light on what the natural human response is and why it's absolutely silly and unnecessary uh, to put yourself down in this way. So, like I said, we constantly tell ourselves when we're at this blockage in our lives and our creative processes, we tell ourselves that maybe we don't have anything else to offer. And the truth of the matter is, and you know, you're either going to own up to this or you're going to deny its truth. The truth of the matter is, we don't take enough personal responsibility for what we are able to learn. And something that a lot of people don't tell you, you know, you see successful people on Instagram, you see successful people um, in your immediate life, and people who are successful have mastered this one thing of understanding that nothing is necessarily self-created, okay? This shouldn't come as a surprise to you. Every quote has been quoted by a philosopher or a writer or some other thought leader, living or dead. No thought is new. And if no thought is new and life essentially consists of thoughts, no matter what you do, it's about people who run the world. It's about creating and sharing with other people. Life comes down to people and people consists of thoughts. And if no thought is original, then no talent, no work, no project or paper that you can write is going to be inherently original or your own. No matter how original you believe yourself to be, nothing in itself is a completely new production. Maybe you're doing something in a different way, and that's the novelty. Maybe you have a unique spin on something that exists. But at the end of the day, you're still drawing on the things that already exist. So why does this matter? Why am I even talking about this? I'm talking about this because people who tell themselves, maybe I'm not cut out for this, are missing a critical point. They're missing the point that the people who are actually succeeding and doing things are educating themselves. They're going out and they're learning what's out there and they're making it their own. And although this might seem obvious, So many people manage to talk themselves out of creating something and becoming successful by just assuming the role of, I'm not good enough. And it is a dangerous role to assume because when you victimize yourself in that way, when you start to actually convince yourself that you are not capable, you literally commit to inactivity, and you just won't move forward. Logically, if you're not doing anything, you're not going to move forward unless somebody is somehow powering up behind you and rolling you forward, but that's not going to last forever. You can't ride on someone else's wind. So what can we do with this information? How do we overcome this? Overcome this primarily by owning the fact that there is a wealth of information out there in the world. 
endless information. And, you know, it's not like it was in the past. Oh, well, you know, this person is ahead because they have an Ivy League education. And this person has this incredible network of people who they can consult and ask for advice to move forward and how they should do things. These are all true statements. But guess what? Your entire Ivy League education as elite and wonderful as you would like to believe it to be is available on your desktop. It is available on your handheld device. And the fact that people are literally shelling out so much money to learn things in a condensed form from other people, things that are already available for free on the web is just proof that we live in a society that wants an easier way out. They don't want to do the work. They want it to be in a way handed to them. And furthermore, most of the people who are willing to shell out the money to learn information that they can get for free, they don't do anything with that information, which is even worse because now you not only wasted your time, but you also spent a ton of money and got zero in return. And that all proves the point that it has to do with you and not with what's available to you. So I would like to very enthusiastically eliminate the excuse for you that you don't have access, that you are somehow disadvantaged because you cannot acquire the elite education that you think is dispelling these secrets of success. You are the root of your problem if you are at a standstill. Now, this is not to neglect all of the different factors that influence a person's ability to exercise their potential, a person's ability to really implement everything, all of their energies, all of their talents and skills in order to move forward. There are many things that happen in life that hold us back, and I will be the first person to acknowledge that, and I understand it, and I empathize. What I don't empathize with is a person who remains dormant and blames other systems and other people for moving ahead while they're lagging behind because they haven't attempted to do the work. It is okay to be idle if you do not feel mentally prepared to take those steps. It is okay to be idle if you're going through an internal process and you just are not at the point where you can best apply who you are to make the impact that you'd like to make. That is okay. It is not okay to blame anything outside of yourself for not succeeding at a point where you're not willing to do the work. So when people talk about just not being good enough, I just really want to shatter that for you. You can be more talented in one area than another, sure. You can be more inclined to excel in, you know, in one country's culture, you could be more inclined to excel in a particular subject matter, uh, you know, working in isolation versus working in large groups of people. Sure, personality types factor into that, uh, genetics factor into that. Those things definitely matter. But to say to yourself that you're not good enough and you haven't gotten your, you put yourself out there into the world to acquire as much knowledge as you can to be able to apply it and see what's really going on that's unacceptable and I just want you to really own the process own your own process because 
It's this idea of watching other people who are successful. And I want to debunk this for you because I see it all the time. I watch people on Instagram who are creating things and selling things and, you know, they're making it seem like they're just these gurus of this wise, wise information, but it's not true. You know, people, what makes them impressive I would say, is the collection of experiences that they've had and what they've done with those experiences. So we all have this unique ability to go through life in our own beautiful ways. We experience hardship. We experience, you know, success and excitement. And it's the composition of all these experiences that contribute to what we're able to do in life. But more so, it's what we extract from them. If you never sit and ponder on what you've been through, if you never try to connect the dots and try to understand what it means in the greater realm of human potential, human success, psychology, then you can't possibly push yourself to your absolute success limit if you haven't reflected on what anything that you've been taught by life in the world means. It's the equivalent of going to a class and saying, yeah, I attended every single lecture for this seminar or class that I'm taking, but you didn't do anything with it in the aftermath. You sat and you listened, so you experienced something in life, but there was no reflection. There's a reason why people add exercises. There's a reason why instructors give homework. Because it's not enough to simply just sit and experience. You have to do something with that. And the way your human memory is set up, the way that individuals experience things to completion is through repetition. It's through personal reflection. It's through making the connection between what you're experiencing and who you know yourself to be. That's how you take in more wisdom, take in more knowledge. That's how you change and grow as a person. You have to have a willingness to do something with what you're experiencing. So if you're catching yourself saying that, I'm not good enough, do not be fooled into believing that someone was just born more good than you or more capable than you. Rather, change your mindset to believe and understand and accept the fact that you have all of the resources to be better if you'd like to be better and maybe you're telling yourself that you're not good enough because you're not in a place where you actually want to be good enough or you want to be better maybe you're not mentally prepared for for the success that you are seeking and that's okay but you need to own that you can't live your life putting that on something else saying that you know it's someone else's fault or someone is more equipped to do something than you are because i have a secret for you no one is special no one is special we're all unique but no one is particularly special and what the human mind tends to do is they tend to create this aura of sort of inhumanity that someone who is succeeding beyond what they see as possible for themselves has some kind of leverage. They have more money than me or they have a a more connected family network or they have they're more attractive than I am or they uh you know 
were born with greater sportsmanship. Whatever you tell yourself, these are the things that you allow successful people to be disidentified from yourself. Why you try to convince yourself that you don't fit into that group of elite. And the truth is, if you believe that, then you essentially make yourself unequipped to be a part of that group. But it isn't because you are inherently incapable. It's because you've decided for yourself that you're not going to do what it takes to be a part of that group. And that is 100% a personal decision. And I fully acknowledge that it could take you longer. It could be more difficult for you to get there because of the circumstances of your life. But getting there is still always an option. And if anyone in your position has gotten there, if anyone in your income bracket, if that's the excuse you're using, or anyone of your cultural background, or your uh, limited life experiences, or your family background, or your uh, past history with um, uh, perhaps addiction, or whatever you've been through, any trauma that you've experienced, if there's any person on this earth who has gone through that experience and made it, then there is a chance for you to also make it. So I, again, I'm going to push for you to eliminate that excuse. And the one huge takeaway here, and I'll say it again, is that you need to stop telling yourself that maybe you're just not made for this because it is a lie and it's holding you back. You are made for whatever you are called to do. Whatever you feel pulled to do in this life, whatever you believe in your gut, your intuitive senses are telling you that this is your place, this is where you make your mark, this is where your passion lies, this is how you're going to make your impact. That is the place that you belong. And the sooner you eliminate that excuse of I'm not made for this and I'm not good enough and actually take the personal responsibility to act on what you know inside to be true, you will get there a lot faster. You will get there with more enthusiasm and you will find yourself surrounded by the right people, by abundance in every possible way that you can imagine. But you have to take on that responsibility because believing that things just happen to certain people and it's easier for them than it is for you is just creating a victim mentality. It is subscribing to a scarcity mindset. It is giving in to limiting beliefs. And all of those things are what hold you back. And what do all of those things have in common? They're self-induced. They're you writing yourself a permission slip to not succeed and to not have to take action. And often it is because we are afraid. You're afraid of one of two things. You're either afraid to succeed or you're afraid to fail. And it sounds a little counterintuitive. How could you be afraid to both succeed and to fail? Well, you can. Because one, failure, being afraid to fail, means you have to be afraid to prove other people who are perhaps not rooting for your success that they were right. 
And given in our society how much stress and how much attention is put on public image, it is understandable that many of us walk this life being afraid to fail in public. Because failing in private never hurts as much, right? Unless you have taken the personal responsibility upon yourself to succeed. Then failing in private hurts because now you're owning your own failure. So you get to own it, you get to feel it, and then you get to move forward because you've taken personal responsibility. But failing in the public eye, that just hurts and then there's no productive value until, you know, people move on to the next big failure that they get to focus on and you experience a little bit of relief. So understand how silly that can be. Just from a a purely reality, consider the facts standpoint. It's not silly because we're all afflicted by it. But from, you know, the perspective of reality and what am I doing here and does this actually matter, it is quite silly. And then the other fear that we possess is the fear of success. And I talk about this all the time in my self-mastery series. We're afraid to succeed because success doesn't end at success. Success is the beginning to changing your life into a successful life that breeds more and more success. And what is that? entail that entails action that entails you changing the way you live your life because now you're playing in the successful zone and now you have to deliver more and more and more and that's the misconception so many people have is they think that once they attain a level of success it's over you know they can put their feet up and cucumber their eyes and do whatever needs to be done and that's it and they're coasting through life but it doesn't work that way the more success you attain the more there is for you to attain, the more work will be required of you. So whether you're afraid of failing or succeeding, it doesn't really matter. The point is to take ownership and understand that everything that you need to know and be better and be your best self is already out there and you don't need to recreate the wheel. You just need to humble yourself enough to say, I'm not going to mystically find this within my mind And be the one great one that has that all of the original thoughts because that's not how it works. You can only think what you've experienced. You can only think what you've been told or what you've seen. So the quicker you accept the fact that everything that anyone is is built on what they've exposed themselves to, you'll start to change what you're exposing yourself to. You'll take the responsibility of doing the work. You'll expand what you're, what is possible for you, what you know, what you think. You'll be able to formulate your own opinions and make your own judgments and create your own process around the new things that you've exposed yourself to. And you will be 10 million steps closer to being the greatest version of yourself. So I love you guys. I hope that this was powerful for you. I hope it encouraged you at least a little bit to take ownership of your life. And if you have any questions for me, I'm always available to you guys. Have an amazing, amazing day. Wish you well. And remember, no opinions here, just glow facts.